internet, you're busy, so let's do this. Welcome to the Game Speak Decides podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb. With me is Dean Takahashi. Go ahead and say hi to the tech right, Dean. Hello, everybody. This week, we're going to talk Mass Effect. Uh, I reviewed it. Dean's been playing it. We're going to get into that real soon. But first, I want to thank everyone for joining us. You can get more of us at gamesbeat.com. If you have something to share, email the podcast at gamespluspodcast at venturebeat.com. That's the plus sign in there. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, I'm going to put this up later. We're not doing this live. Uh, You can always subscribe to the audio version of the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere where you are catching your pods. Finally, if you like the show, rate us on iTunes because that's going to help other people find the show. Okay, Dean, how's it been going? What have what, what you been up to the last couple of weeks? Uh, well, in the last uh, few days, I've been uh, playing the uh, Mass Effect uh, Andromeda, and uh, it is out uh, uh, very soon. And uh, I, f- I figured that uh, I was so far behind on some other games like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn right. and For Honor. Um, you just jump and ahead, only leapfrog and part way. Yeah, just part way into Zelda, uh, so I, I figured I should just get a head start on Mass Effect here. And and so you got a head start. And how much have you played? Well, you have you have more of a head start on me, I guess. That's you've, right. Yeah. You've, you've gotten all the way. I um, I am on. I guess you start with that first mission on the first planet. So I got through that. Uh, I. I also got through the second planet, and I'm now on the third planet with the um, the frozen wastes there. Right. So, so there's a there's a lot going on in the game. It is out tomorrow, or maybe today, depending on when you're listening to the podcast. It's out this week, basically. It is the fourth Mass Effect game, Mass Effect Andromeda. It's from Bioware, from EA, just like those other games, except for the differences here this time. It's it seems like it's a new team mostly, or maybe some of the younger team uh, from lap, from previous games taking over direction on this one. Uh, the end result, I I was sort of not too happy with it. Um, uh-huh. I wouldn't say that I I. I don't hate the game. Um, I gave it a 55 out of, out of 100, but that doesn't tell the whole story. The whole story would be that I feel like it's still Mass Effect. There's still a lot of sci-fi stuff there to enjoy, um, especially if you're into these ki- these kind of games. It just is starting to feel stale, uh, and it's starting, and, and it also feels a little bit busted in, in certain areas, uh, just technically speaking. What has your experience been with it? Like it's been with the game so far, Gene. Uh, I'm playing on the Xbox One. Uh, it hasn't been too bad as far as outright uh, crashes or anything right, like yeah. that. Yeah, and nothing, nothing really obvious there. Um, I uh, uh, I like the first. Um, I guess it turns out to be like the first hour or so of, uh, of really the first act where. Um, you find out what the whole you, know, you can go through a long cinematic at the beginning, right? And then uh, yeah. you find out what what your mission is. You choose which character you're going to be. Um, you play through the initial sort of disappointment of going to a new galaxy and not finding the golden world that uh, that you were supposed to uh, land on and colonize. Um, and uh, and so I thought I thought. A f- you know, a fair amount of that was well done. I, you know, I, uh, I, I like some. You know, like there were so many things that were uh, bad memories of <laughs> the original <laughs> Mass Effect that uh, that I thought uh, this, you know, this beginning was was pretty good in some ways. Like, uh, you know, lo- 
load times um, on the oh, machine. Yeah, just right? general uh, things that were problems you know, with those older games. Yeah, that, if you that remember, improved remember, on. remember, remember the original Mass Effect with all the uh, elevator loading screens. Yeah, where you're just sort of listening to music in the elevator while you while you're. Yeah, this time they have a little. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, th- yeah. This time they have like a little like tram, a little a little train that you go in, but it, it's it's rather quick. You don't you're not in it for extended period periods of time, and it makes more sense uh, to be in a tram for like a couple of seconds as opposed to an elevator that feels like it's going on forever. The world's slowest elevator. Um, so, okay. That, that beginning. And, the, and there's I, a I larger um, um, okay, play area, right? Before you start running into more load screens, right? So, uh, so that's that right. Part, yeah. I mean, it's, the, it's just, it is technically uh, impressive in some of those ways where it's, it is bigger. There's uh, more to do. There's a ton of side quests in the, in this game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought that beginning was uh, okay. I, I, mm-hmm. It didn't sort of strike me as coming out super strong. I think the big reason for me was, I didn't. I. I. It just seemed kind of to land with a thud going to this other galaxy, and the big. The big problem is, oh, the planets messed up. We're just gonna have to keep searching for other planets. Uh, it didn't seem to have any sort of Andromeda specific drama uh, that uh, applied to it. But as you get further into the story, further into the game, it starts. I think it really starts to gel uh, later, where the story's coming together and your crew's coming together, and it's. It starts to feel like a pretty good. A sci-fi novel, um, a, pr- a pretty good episode of Star Trek, something like that. Uh, after, after, but for me, after that beginning, in terms of the gameplay, though, I, I'm, I'm not sure how I. Um, well, I am sure that though the the mission structure was starting to feel pretty rote to me in terms of you go and you talk to an NPC uh, that's at a waypoint. They give you a new waypoint. <coughs> I've had I, I've had like um yeah maybe. 20 different NPCs tell me, here's a nav point. Go to that. Like they all use nav point as the thing. It's just a waypoint. You go there, you well, do this, the thing. This it's like, usually, usually it's either it's talk to another NPC or it's do some uh-huh. combat. And then you get another waypoint and you just keep going. It just, it felt very, um, right. I, I can sort of sympathize old. with that criticism because like, you know, it, it's like the same problem that so many open worlds have now where, you know, potentially you could do, 10 different missions at once right. and and that's definitely and the case this here. one is not it's not you know again with their 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 basic map um it's it's still very hard to figure out um where to go um when you're right. on one specific mission like um the main um the main area the nexus the big giant spaceship um it has multiple levels and and you're looking you're trying to navigate through where you're supposed to go on a two-dimensional two-dimensional map and mm-hmm. and i kept getting lost like you know you know i just you just have to get used to um how how they've designed uh the nav on the, on the on the 2d yeah. map to match yeah, they, with they, they did use it a little bit different this time they, yeah. they made that a little bit different um yeah. I mean, they try to like make it still feel like you're exploring a little bit where you follow the waypoint a certain, uh, you know, a certain distance. And then once you get within a, a, a certain radius of the, of the object you're looking for, it does, it no longer tells you the direction to go. It starts doing a hot and cold thing where you have like three bars, like three Wi-Fi bars yeah. to tell you how strong your signal is. Um, yeah, and you have to like, you have to like sort of like keep walking around uh, and, like position yourself in different ways to see if it's getting stronger or, you know, hotter or colder until you find the thing. Um, but I mean, that, that never felt too much like exploration to me. It just felt like playing that hot or cold game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the only game that I thought did this well um, so far was mafia three where, where they give you, give you um, 
indicators of which way to turn when you're when you're driving and you're going to a waypoint and you know that that's more like a driving game and it's probably right. simpler to do it that way but uh, right. but still I, it's some visual indicator on the main screen of where you should go given the waypoint you've chosen to do they they should have made that easier um, yeah it's you're, I, you're pretty much on your own as to which way is like north south east west and all that you know yeah, I mean, and I felt like I had a pretty good understanding of what the waypoint system was doing. It just once you get past that, it's still you're just following directions, and I didn't I didn't find that super compelling. Now, I, and I I don't want to start comparing every game to to Zelda because I think that's going to get old for a lot of people really quickly. But I will say that you know Zelda uh, its waypoint system doesn't work like a lot of these other open world games. If you go and talk to an NPC and they give you a quest, the waypoint stays on that NPC. And you're supposed to basically get the lines of dialogue from those characters, and they give you a bunch of hints about the world and say, hey, it's going to be out in this region near this lake. And you look at your map, and you find the lake, and you put down your own waypoint. You go over there, and you explore. And I feel like that's not just um, that's not just interesting in that it's keeping me exploring. It's interesting because it seemed like the developers put themselves in a corner where they had to make the environment um, interesting enough and logical enough that players could go out and explore it on their own. And I understand that would probably take a lot of people. Zelda had like the most developers ever for a Nintendo game uh, so far. And a game like Mass Effect Andromeda is, you know, equally as huge or maybe in some ways even bigger and, and kind of making a, an entire galaxy that you can explore that makes sense logical in that same way might not work. But at the same time, it's like I'm. This is where I'm coming from. I'm playing this game in this reality where I just played Zelda, and now I'm 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 playing these missions that don't feel as dynamic and living. They just feel like busy work. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that was one of my major keys. Uh, my major problems here is that it just it's starting to feel, it's starting to feel its age. They haven't it, changed. It sounded like you went in with uh, higher expectations. I guess. Yeah, I, I you know I think I just wanted uh I wanted um to see that this formula that they've used for mass effect was evolving and instead this was just like no this is this is mass effect we're going to keep making the same game we've made before and 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 in a way there's nothing wrong with that it's it is going to be what a lot of fans want i just think that uh coupled with like some of the technical problems that i experienced and i experienced a lot of them um on the pc uh, it was like it just made the game feel old Mm -hmm. yeah it sounds like sounds like yeah go ahead no new game should be played on the PC, maybe. <laughs> I know. Yeah, what's going on there? Yeah. yeah it's uh, such a roll of the dice. Uh, I mean, I, I I have heard people say they've had problems on PS4 and Xbox One, but I think PC is really getting the brunt of it. Um, the, the worst thing for me, and we'll start, we'll get into these technical problems real quick, just to kind of give people an idea of what, what they might expect if they're playing on PC and maybe even a little bit on PS4. Um, every time I would go to talk to a character on my ship. I would go to like talk to one of my crewmates. They would do this weird it was this weird cutscene, this real quick cutscene like to show like, oh, we're engaging in dialogue now, where the character would spin around and face me. And then it would do a cut and they would basically spin back to where they were facing and then they would do another cut and they would spin to face me again. And it was like very distracting and awkward. I but I could live with that. Things I couldn't live with were I did a a, a infiltration mission on this enemy ship and uh, we had this huge fight halfway through where we kind of see like the big problems that are going to be issues for us for the rest of for the rest of the um of the mission and it's the you know these huge guns we're going to have to go turn off or whatever and we do this fight we get through it and I'm I start you know proceeding through the ship and I get to a point where the enemies are closing doors as I'm trying to run through them it's like they're setting up traps 
they have an open door. I'm going to run through them with my crew. But as soon as I get to the door, the door closes. And, you know, the first time it did that, it's like, okay. It did it a second time. And I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to, I see the third door. I'm going to book right through there. And I got through that door, no problem. After that, the game just was like, okay, I can no longer handle what's going on. Although it was very subtle at first. Like I could see some other NPC characters that I was either supposed to uh, engage with or or talk with. And they weren't really necessarily uh, responding the way I expected them to. And then I kept proceeding through the ship and got to a point where this, these entire corridors were completely pitch black and I had my flashlight didn't turn on, which is something that's supposed to automatically turn on. Um, and so I was kind of going back and forth between the, the like looking at this dark corridor and looking at my map to figure out where I'm supposed to go. I eventually got through that. It took a long time. And I got to the chambers where I was supposed to end up for, for like the overall goal of this mission. And nothing was happening in there. Like I apparently the scripting had broke and I, I officially knew that I broke the game when I saw three solarian uh like aliens that were supposed to be helping me like basically standing on their their um the point where they're supposed to load into the game uh like uh, you know as part of the scripting and they're all standing in, inside of each other frozen uh looking like <laughs> a freak show and it was really upsetting i'm like oh, okay man. i broke the game so i reloaded i reloaded my last save and it took me all the way back to the beginning of that big fight like way like a long time ago and that was that was frustrating that's kind of the kind of stuff that i don't think um, is a known shippable bug that people should have to deal with. So, yeah. so yeah, I, I just I, there there are technical issues, and I dealt with a lot of other smaller stuff, you know, uh, weird characters freezing and things like that. But uh, it it just feels like maybe thing, yeah yeah it, it it's not not something I've I've run into on the Xbox One. Um, one yeah, thing that, 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 that is yeah one thing that is annoying is that whenever there's sort of a break in the dialogue or or something it, the screen goes black like you know they, they didn't really know how to do their transitions right and and so when yeah, the screen I goes think black you're are, i think i heard that is going to get addressed in the first day one or the like the I, next day one I, patch we've already had one yeah it's like you think there's some major thing happening because the screen goes black but in right, fact right. it's okay, just it's the screen going black thing, in now. as a transition screen to whatever else is going to happen next and, you know, I mean, yeah, I think you said it like they didn't, they, maybe they didn't know how to like make those animations work through that transition. And I think that's, that's kind of what it feels like in general is that they had this, uh, they have this engine, the frostbite engine that EA wants to use in all its games. You know, dice makes it for their, for their shooters, battlefield shooters. Um, EA is like, we can save a lot of money and time if we get all of our developers using the same engine. Like even, even the sports games are going to be using this now. Um, so, now, Bioware has made a game in this before, Dragon Age Inquisition, and I, I think the game was kind of lauded at the time. I think we even made it our game of the year. But if you look back, it is kind of broken in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, like if you like took a horse and like jump in the water, you can like run underwater and stuff like that. Um, and it, it, it seems like maybe uh, that engine is still having some growing pains in terms of expanding to other genres and working with other developers. And Bioware was dealing with that while making this game. Yeah. Does, does that make sense you know, the, to you, Dean? I, I guess so. Uh, the, the thing that surprised me is that it was kind of the same old shooting game, you know, and, and you, know, ha- you know, when you take an engine from Battlefield, and you you know bring it over to Mass Effect. You, you sort of think that the the shooting game would get much better in some ways, and no, I, I feel I think, like it I mean, really has. I don't know. I don't think it was like um, a huge jump from the previous games. But I thought the shooting part was pretty fun. I played a Vanguard character that could like you know rush into battle and do all kinds of like cool melee attacks and things like that. Um, 
and I, I thought it worked really well. I like the uh, the new jump packs that enable you to do quick, uh, quick you know jumps to the side, backwards mm-hmm. and forwards, and kind of hovering. Yeah, there. those are good. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, that kind of added a I cool element. That, yeah, in the in the boss fight uh, uh, that I that put, ran yeah. a video of, uh, it, it was pretty useful in just escaping from the the, the big monster chasing. Yeah. And I, so I think I think for me the combat is definitely the best part. It kind of I mean it still works. I think it might be um, slightly improved. You, you're right. It's not like it's not a huge jump because they're using the battlefield engine. But <clears throat> excuse me. But it's still I think uh, really satisfying. Um, and you could kind of atta- kind of build your character in any number of ways to take on these situations. And I think that that still works really well and is still really fun. Um, now that, that's not to you say know, that I, the I just, uh, the story and characters don't work. I they do. I just don't. Um, uh, they just weren't as immediately impactful as some of the past games. And it, the fact that it took a while to get going uh, and that it never really earned its Andromeda setting, I think kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, just back on a shooting, I, like I was trying to um, shoot a, an alien that was running sort of like an arc. <laughs> I just, I couldn't get a beat on him. Like, it's like, you know, my, my gun didn't turn fast enough to, to really target the guy. And, um, and I thought, like you know, this would be so easy to do in a battlefield game. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess when it comes to the story, yeah, it's like um, I, ha- I have a similar complaint that I'm running into on a lot of the open world games, where um, you d- I just sort of want to get through through the end of that story, um, mm-hmm. but you know there's seven major things i gotta do uh before um before i get there and you know it's just like the ghost recon wildlands thing or you know mafia 3 35 hours mm-hmm. um you know just uh such long open world games um with story uh parts that are sort of trickled out to you little by little um to the point where you almost forget what your main mission is yeah. and then eventually you get to the end after you know who knows 50 hours mm-hmm. uh, 100 hours <laughs> and yeah, they're just making, they're they're just making do, yeah. the games they're, they're making the game bigger but i don't feel also like they're making the games demonstrably better yeah i i, I would agree with that i mean people are going to want more mass effect so in a way that is better for some people but i i, I think uh in terms of that core structure, that core narrative that's supposed to kind of be the through line that pulls you through, it it, it isn't demonstrably better. Uh, it's I think it's actually quite, uh, a little bit um, disappointing and could turn some people off. And and, and and by that, I mean the story is just not super compelling. The, 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 the enemies are familiar. They are just... They're bad guys that have that want stuff, uh, and they know more about what like what to do in this galaxy than, than you do because they're you know they've been around longer than humans. Th- these are all things I think we dealt with we've dealt with in previous Mass Effect games, um, and I, I just think like you know sci fi is such a, a an open thing. You could do so much more. Like uh, there's there are Star Trek episodes where Picard argues with a sentient cloud in space, like and and you don't really. Um, and that's not really the the core story here. They didn't like really take a lot of risks. It feels very well mm-hmm. tread and familiar, and and again, just kind of old. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you get back to what like, um, I think the the Metacritic uh, rating on this is maybe around seventy five, and you're you're way down at fifty five. I mean, was yeah, I think I'm, was I'm there anything that really set you off more? Uh, well, than so you think. Th- 
Um, so I think that I'm, I think I, like I mentioned the uh, kind of getting set back um, for me, anytime a game uh, makes me lose like a significant amount of progress, I get very, that that's kind of a, um, a last straw sort of thing for me. Uh, if it's a game that I still yeah, want, yeah. I still feel like I really want to get through after that. That's uh, maybe a different story, but this game, I, you know, it set me back a half hour of progress. Um, it was, you know, wasting my time. And that's actually not the only time I felt like the game was wasting my time. There was another time there was a, a waypoint on that ice world that you mentioned that you're at uh, right now. I think um, there's a waypoint where it's like, go check out this uh, enemy base. And I'm trying to drive and trying to check it out, trying to get to this waypoint. And no matter what I do, I can't get to it. It was impossible, I think. <laughs> um, I like I would, like took my my nomad vehicle, tried to ride it up the side of the of the mountain, uh, and it it got to a point where it couldn't make it anymore. I tried to get on foot and jump up, and I was making a little bit of progress. It kind of felt like cheesing a mountain in Skyrim, uh, but I got to a point where the of suddenly the um the the grade like the steep was just a little bit too much, and my character started floating back down. Uh, almost all the way back down to the, the base of the mountain. Um, so I'm like, okay, I just give up. I need to do this to progress, but I'm just going to go do something else. And I took on another mission and it was like, okay, no, we're going to fly you right up to that base because you just <laughs> were supposed to come talk to us. And I'm like, well, then why the hell is this waypoint here? Uh, it, like I wasted like uh, like 45 minutes doing this, driving around this mountain twice. Um, and I think I think these, these wasting my time elements combined with a – uh, not earning the Andromeda Galaxy setting where I just don't, I don't know why we're here. It doesn't seem like it's, it, it doesn't seem like the story is justifying uh, any reason why we'd have to be in a new galaxy for these story for this story to be happening. Um, and the rote gameplay, the rote mission structure, yeah. I think combined, combining all those things, I think it was just a little bit, uh, I think I was maybe, that's why I was a little bit maybe more harsh on it than everyone else. Um, yeah. But I, 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 you know, I, I consider yeah, even a lower score at a point, but I think 55 is probably about right. Yeah. I think they made some good decisions. Like, uh, I think you, you brought up that um, some of these planetary areas seem um, contained or smaller in some way. And I, I mm -hmm. think that actually is a, probably a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't you, disagree. If you can pepper more more stuff to do into a smaller oh, yeah. area, I, I think that's better than having just this gigantic wasteland. Um, I no, I agree with I agree with that. It's just do, the, you know, I think my know. complaint was that that you could see the seams more than ever. Uh, it just um, it's not as it's not creative in the ways it's it's holding you into these smaller areas. If yeah. Yeah. If they were, you know, I think they were like, they wanted to have their, you know, wanted to eat their cake and have it too. They want to have like, oh, we have these, it's an open world game now. It's, it's big and all these spaces you can explore. Uh, but here are the reasons you should kind of stay in these, in these kind of corridors that we're setting up. You know, you can, you can go out and especially in the nomad and explore vast regions of these planets uh, that are wastelands that are open and out there, there isn't a lot to do. So there isn't a huge reason to be, to be doing that. Um, but it's a, uh, it just felt like seeing the seams was my my issue there. You're right. Having a smaller area where you can do a lot more stuff is better in terms of maximizing the, you know, the amount of time that I'm having fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't like some of the side missions where you had to just um, go to the other side of the map or something <laughs> just yeah. to, to finish your errand, you know, of uh, yeah. going from waypoint I, to waypoint. The, you know, opening up the fast travel points was a uh, – kind of one of the first things I started doing after a while. I'm like, if I saw a fast travel point on my map, I would go right to it, open it up. Cause I'm like, I'm probably going to need to come back to this area at some point or something like that. So, so yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the, at least some of the combat areas that I've, um, 
come across so far, uh, they they do feel like they were not designed by battlefield people, right? <laughs> no, you know, yeah. the, the you know, there's like the you know the the one the um, uh, big fiend video that I I shot as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very oddly shaped battle where it's like a U shaped thing that you're kind of defending and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, the the monster that's coming after you is really constrained in what it can do, and so it's it's uh, you're you're not really scared of that monster at all because uh, mm-hmm. it, you can get away from it so easily in that constrained space. Um, and then you know then and then you know there there is a lot of cover fighting in this particular um, uh, map, but there is no cover for you where you have to face off against the uh, the cat. Uh, the soldiers, and so it just seems like a poorly designed level to me, um, where you would uh, ordinarily want to have a pretty intense firefight. Um, and right, so, I, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, 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 and I think they might have they kind of like handcuff themselves a little bit with how they devo- de- design fights because you can have a character that is so different uh, from, you know, any other kind of character that someone else might make. Um, like you might play it as a cover shooter, but I'm, I'm not, I'm playing it as one where I'm, it's like almost like a platinum game where I'm like, I am charging into every enemy I see, you know, hitting them with a big Nova strike, a little like earthquake kind of thing. I then use my, just my regular melee attack, which I've kind of powered up to the point where I punch people and they go flying off and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I think I, so the, I think I yeah, should try it, to build up my biotic powers. And yeah, respect and stuff. Yeah, I, I, Float I, these guys up in the air and then shoot them. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that the fact that they you can do so many different types of combat kind of forces these scenarios where they can't commit too far any one way or the other uh, towards making a fight that would be great for any one kind of character. It has to be great for anything. Uh, and so it's in the end, it's kind of not great for anything. It's just kind of okay and kind of good. Um, but I still had like I st- was still having a lot of fun with it just because I think the combat feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I Dina, I don't, I don't. Is there anything else about Mass Effect that you want to touch on? Mm, let's see. Uh, no, I, 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 I think that's bad. I mean, uh, you know, the, that whole Bioware storytelling sort of uh, emphasis. Um, I, I thought they did an okay job in the first hour of uh, getting some of that emotional sort of, um, or try, trying to put some emotion into the story um, where, you know, you lose a member of your team very quickly, right? And mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, you just sort of um, have to deal with that. And I, I thought that was good. The, I think the only thing that was missing in that part was um, you don't know anything about this character that much yet, and then you have right. to uh, figure out whether you're more you know, in that character or whether that character and is the, just like. And they kind of touch on that. They kind of they know, give story yeah. reasons why your character doesn't even really know that character very well. Um, yeah, and, and I just I don't know. It, but it, it's an it's a nod or it's an attempt at the the Bioware tradition of of setting mm-hmm. up emotional dramas, um, but. But I don't think it worked that well, <laughs> you know. No, so, I mean, it, but you, uh, so. it doesn't help that you see it because you see it coming because it is like a nod. It is like a a thing they've done every time before. So when you see it coming this time, it's it, it, its effect is lessened significantly. Yeah. yeah. So so I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm going to keep on sort of plowing yeah. through because I'm I was going to ask. Are, are, I'm, in, I'm enjoying 
I mean, I'm enjoying the basic Mass Effect, uh, you know, redo gameplay. Um, right. And uh, going out and finding new things, exploring, you know, uncovering side conspiracies and all that. Um, right. that, that I, I do think if you get if you get to a point where you are very much um, uncovering the characters underneath, the characters of your companions, the people on your ship, uh, if you start getting close to them, I think that there is quite – there's something there for sure to really enjoy. Um mm-hmm. You have to uh, you have to work at it, um, and it, and not not every character is as good as the characters in previous Mass Effect games, but some of them are up to that task. Some of them are that great. So um, it is interesting yeah. to me that I, I haven't quit Zelda yet, and I'm playing them both in parallel, and then I, I can yeah, sort of see some very big differences. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's not easy to go from Zelda to Mass Effect, at least in my experience. Uh, it was mm-hmm. it definitely feels like one kind of new era of AAA game, uh, and then one that is a past era that we are quickly leaving behind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, not to say that this is some terrible game. It's, it's not, it has some terrible technical problems for, for me anyhow. Um, but it, it's, it's just, it just felt stale, just felt crusty. Yeah. I mean, I, I would sort of recommend, you know, if you are a Mass, Mass Effect fan, uh, this will get you that, but not too much more. So, uh, just adjust yeah. your expectations and you actually might, <laughs> enjoy playing for this for many I, hours i think i did i did in my review saying that i think this will disappoint mass effect fans and i, I think it'll disappoint mass effect fans that are coming in with huge expectations i think dial those down a little bit um kind of realize it's it's it is more the same it's not going to be uh it's probably not going to be in the you know conversation for any game of the year talks or anything like that uh, like previous mass effect games have been uh and and just kind of take it from there and don't uh, don't I don't know just just don't uh, hang too much on like the main story I think get attached to your side characters and you'll probably still find something here to enjoy mm-hmm. Alrighty. cool um, Dean I think we should wrap this up I know you have a meeting coming up pretty soon we did a that was a hot half hour on Mass Effect mm-hmm. right there let's uh, go ahead and tell everyone everyone where they can find you on the internet uh, well, I'm the lead writer for GameSpeed uh, Adventure Beat, uh, so you can find my stories on GameSpeed.com, AdventureBeat.com, and uh, Dean Tech on Twitter. And I am Jeff Grubb on Twitter, and uh, you can get my, some of my stuff on YouTube every once in a while. I think I'm I put up some uh, some videos of my problems that I've had with Mass Effect on there. It's uh, YouTube.com/slash Jeffrey Grubb. We also put some YouTube videos up on YouTube.com/slash VentureBeat. Um, and yeah, you can get me on gamespeed.com as well. And like I said, email the podcast if you have any questions, if you if you have any complaints about, you know, my review score of of Mass Effect, let me know. It's that's uh games plus podcast at venturebeat.com. And we will see you guys next week. I think Mike will be back. We'll see if Dean can join us again. Who knows what we're gonna be talking about. That's what, you know, we'll, we'll live there next week and find out. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks. I bet you lose your mind when this shit drops.
drop. to lose your mind. You lose your mind with the shit. <laughs> 